Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com. And use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit, EndoDecoded Report, Personalized Cannabinoid and Terpene Suggestion, EndoAligned Product Matching in Your State, Suggested Dosage Guidelines, and Optimum Methods of Administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, EndoDNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeka soft gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeka Unwind, created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. What up, everybody? It's me, Cannabis Industry Lawyer Tom. And you can follow me on Instagram at Cannabis Industry Lawyer. Today, what state legalized it uh, unwittingly with, without really knowing? We're going to talk about that and a whole bunch of other stuff on another episode of Legalization News. I'm not going to do the disclaimer anymore. They'll just, uh, well, who cares? Miggy, how's it going, man? <laughs> Get a little burnout and disclaimers, huh? <laughs> Get burnout and disclaimers and the waking up to another episode being marked as flagged. It's just like they are, uh, they know when we're going to go live. So I think we're going to stop doing the Wednesday shows. Yeah, yeah, but then we're going to be only on Sunday, right? And then uh, you know, whatever Sundays, we could do a news roundup and the guests, just like we used to do. You know, we would do yeah. the news for about ten minutes, and then we would do the guests, and then we'd still do name that strain and four twenty somewhere, uh, which will be a lot more fun because then if I have another day of time, like right now, I'm supposed to be getting complaints on file because if you haven't filed your complaint yet. Uh, and you have a craft grower license that you lost, you have until tomorrow to file that claim. But there's other great news coming out of the, the East Coast. There's new stuff that's happened in New Jersey with uh, the transporter apps. And then there's uh, stuff in New York slowly coming out with the processor. You had to have been a hemp uh, grower. Um, New Mexico is still doing fine. And it's July, so Mississippi is also accepting applications now for dispensaries and growers. How many states are you involved in right now? I don't have a Mississippi client yet. And so it'd be great if I had a Mississippi client. And I don't currently have any Oklahoma clients. And so that's fine. But uh, New Jersey, Connecticut, New York, uh, New Mexico, Illinois, lots of that. Uh, yeah. Ohio. But Ohio's like our guy didn't win the lottery. Oh. And hopefully Florida. Like Florida's going to be coming up uh, this year. But it's just so difficult to, uh, unless you have like a shitload of money for, um, booths and no time i got a family that i didn't do and so uh i don't have time to go to the trade show circuit i mean no. I, that would just be cruel yeah 
Well, I mean, just like this YouTube stuff that we'd be talking, you know, it's like, like, like Luke, he's done really well, man. He's already at 32K subscribers. But well, it's like, Luke does, uh, and you guys can shout out to LMC, but yeah. what Luke does is he's, this is what he, you know, he doesn't have a whole bunch of people calling him to ask about like getting licensing and all that other stuff and if they can hire him. Uh, he, well, maybe they, for hiring, but uh, he makes films. And so like he creates uh, you know, documentaries about people in the industry or the legacy industry that are already famous. And so he's, he's. Uh, coat riding on fame trails that's true though i mean but i'm just saying like you know he's younger got more time to do this stuff but we just do it when we can well you know? you know we do the news and then the big story which was hilarious this one was going around and it was just great to watch um and so this happened out of uh what is it let's see minnesota uh, minnesota yeah thc infused edibles now legal in minnesota that's fucking crazy. So, a Minnesota bill to legalize edibles containing no more than five milligrams of hemp-derived THC. Hemp-derived, uh, including both Delta-8 and Delta-9, took effect on Friday. Some Republican lawmakers may have voted for the bill without understanding its full scope. That, I mean, that's just... What? Why would you not understand the full scope? It's, because they don't understand... Like, why, why is hemp 0.3% Delta-9? Yeah, they don't understand anything that they're doing. Well, and again, the, the whole 3% thing is an arbitrary number that th- differentiates hemp and marijuana i mean this is a whole right you know we're talking about roma tomatoes versus uh, a garden house tomatoes you know that's it, but that's kind of hard for the normies to wrap their head around i think well normies don't care about us like you know uh, only about 20 percent of the population really cares about the cannabis plant and then out of that 20 uh, percent well uses the cannabis plant out of that 20 percent, i'm sure it's the top 10 percent that's really moving most of the industry but then the industry you need capital and so that just basically means rich people are running the show again i you know one of the important things about legalization ending prohibition is uh i think uh, law enforcement like how we how we interact with these guys like i think prohibition has been the biggest thing that's been divisive with our communities and uh yesterday i had an experience dude i'd stopped in the middle of uh westlake seattle I uh, was sitting there smoking a bowl, and then these two cops rolled up, lights blazing, and I kind of was, oh, shit. And uh, uh turns out, though, they were there for something else, and I was like, this, and I kept smoking my bowl, being left alone. And that's what any prohibition can do is create, like, priorities for law enforcement to actually, like, you know, enforce real crime. And they were there, it actually was for a mental health hazard, so when they realized... There was nothing there to, to to do for them as far as like putting anybody in jail. They left. Uh, there was this woman that was having manic yelling attacks and you know was wetting herself and soiled and obviously someone of not mental. Somebody condition. who's having a mental issue. Yeah, and so they they you know turned around and left because they weren't there to fight. You know, they're there to fight crime, not goddamn uh, you know make you a criminal, which was kind of neat. Right. It was a neat experience to have that. Uh, they just passed me by, and you know that that stuff like that happens. Maybe uh, like with the house committee thing, right? Do you want a bumper right. for that? I don't know, man. Uh, our we don't have a nug, and so like, oh. um, and so now people. That's one of the reasons why we're stopping doing the show so much because there's so many things that I'm spending money on that just you know I don't need to do this marketing, and so I could just be not doing it. Well, I mean, like that. Oh, I was just saying that we're always getting flagged, no matter what we say, right. do, uh, just because the topic of conversation and, you know, it's, it's just like so funny how like all the other 
conspiracy theories in the world have like thrived and flourished, like the QAnon, you know, the crazy four years that we had before, and yet the Wii Channel gets pinged all the time. Like the, the yeah, Wii no, Channel no. gets demonetized. The Wii Channel is like it's dumb. It's it's dumb when you're speaking like true truths and real ways to get away people, around policy. Like, that's, that's why that's one of the reasons why these things happen is because people aren't educated, and then when you try to educate, there's uh, systematic oppression toward the education. So like, you know, how are you supposed to connect people and uh, educate them and illustrate, you know, policy changes that need to be made to accurately reflect the facts of the situation if the facts of the situation are actively suppressed? Like, how, why the fact that one the first videos you've done, one of the most popular ones about how to buy seeds is flagged and, and taken away? Like, you know, where was the crime when you're talking about a legal way to do things? You know, well, it's it's federally illegal. And so, like, even though I'm talking about a legal way to do it and we stress compliance and it's like, no, seriously, all I do is compliance. Well, that and lawsuits and, and then corporate deals. But, uh, you know, there's lawsuits and corporate deals have a lot of compliance aspects to it because you're supposed to be able to do things according to the procedure that be or according to like due diligence and best practices in the, in the corporate world. But the thing interesting. Know, why does it have to be an 18 over thing, too, for compliance? You know, why does it have to be an 18 and over to learn about the law? <laughs> why does it have to be 18 and over for, you know, any of the shit that we talk about? Even consumption sometimes, you know, when we smoke, it's not like we're encouraging others to do it. It's just us partaking. We're in legal states. Yeah, that too. We're in legal states. Don't forget, hey, if you're, if you're tuning in from one of those legal states, uh, smash the likes, click subscribe. It may help. But the thing that also would really help is drop us a comment uh, and then see, you know, if it's not porn spam, which is great. That would be wonderful if you could try to get the message out and porn spam would not be uh, just plastered on your uh, on your feed for some reason. Well, sometimes, you know, I think that means we're doing a good thing, even with like the Facebook group, man. Like now it's getting to the point where I see people sometimes asking for help because there's trolls all over. And there's a magnitude trolls of are all over. idiots. So in many spams and stupid. bots. Well, again, there's at least 70 million stupid people in this world, America. So mm-hmm. with that, a lot of them know how to use keyboards and go vote. So you should. Their vote equals yours. You should get out and vote. If you know that's that's thing. right. <laughs> there's there's something that I could say about getting out your throat and go vote. But um, eh, instead, let's here's something that wasn't necessarily trending as hard, but we'll do it as a trend. Should be. Though. Oh, we got some trending news that's gonna be reported out of the Gontrepreneur House Committee approves language to let broadcasters air cannabis ads in legal states, which means that the federal law is getting even more Captain Bananas crazy. Um, I tell you what, it's, it's not, it's like, so this is a house committee. It's not a law yet, but right. they're saying they're trying to carve out an exception to the law for legal broadcast in those states. Cause as you know, the legal broadcast, they're governed by this uh, federal communications channel yeah. or the FCC and it might not be channel it might be corporation uh, it's a, commission commission and yeah. so uh, that uh, that regulatory body sets the airwaves for all 50 states and then in 50 states it goes oh no this is heroin why well because we have a really hard time doing anything competently uh, and so uh, it's just sat there 
But then there's a lot of commercial free speech rights that are denied to by uh, people, and by people I mean companies in the industry. They have to uh, make sure their advertisement is compliant and follows the rules. And if this was something that the regulators were trying against, oh, I don't know,、uh, some other substance that might be in the ATF,、uh, they would lobby and they would make the laws、uh, reflect what they want, as opposed to. Uh, you know, being censored and and having your free speech rights, your commercial free speech rights, controlled. So, is that how this is being addressed as a as a free speech right type thing?、Uh, I don't know if it's being addressed by a free speech right type、Or、of thing, common sense type policy. <laughs> I think it's more of a common sense type policy. They still have to follow the、uh, the regulations for their commercial speech in the states that they're in, and those are pretty difficult. But you. Uh, ha- would at least open up the broadcast to allow for these types of things to be in there, and maybe this is one of the reasons why. Remember the broccoli ad from Weed Maps earlier this、yeah. year that was, you know, not allowed to sh- air on the Super Bowl. That might be one of those things that could, in theory, allow this to be on the Super Bowl because the FCC, you know, they、uh, they have actions and they can regulate. Let's see.、Uh, local TV and radio stations can't accept ads. Cable, satellite, internet, print, billboard companies, and social media pro- providers are allowed to run cannabis advertisements. Yeah, right.、Uh, I say yeah, right to the social media、uh, providers. I've never seen a social media ad for Cresco. I've seen High Times ads. I've seen billboards for them. Yeah. I haven't seen cable. I'm looking forward to the radio ads. So I'm driving in my car, stuck in traffic, and then all I hear is. So、yep. you're looking for Friday night to go to, you know, something that's just more auditory. But do you know how large? And this is one of those. Hey,、uh, you hear about that? So he, guess how large、uh, everybody is playing at home. The、uh, cannabis advertising market is in 2022 for the United States this year. I mean, as far as like、uh, what's been put out already. Well, like what the the cannabis companies are going to spend on marketing slash advertising for twenty twenty two? I imagine millions if this passes through or somehow it gets.、Adjusted. Well, this is just already, and so they're already spending this. But it's going to be eighteen point five billion dollars. Oh my god! But you know,、yeah. that, and that's because they have so many hurdles to go through, though. Well, it's just because you're supposed to advertise your products so that you stay top of mind. That's what Subway sandwiches does. Oh, I see.、Everything、so just constant blasting. But then again, though, if you see eighteen billion, like you're talking about investing in, in, into a, a thing that a person that can create like multiple bot accounts, right? Because all the social medias get flagged, or、mm-hmm. even like、uh, having your product featured in a YouTube channel. Anything like there's a lot of backdoor ways they gotta do it. Whereas if the laws and or the rules weren't so ignorant, yeah, then it'd be more transparent and. They could probably have、uh, that eighteen billion. Jesus, be more effective. <laughs> you know, like it just seems like they have to squander a lot just to get to、uh, the level of、uh, that most other people wouldn't have to do. Mo-、uh, industries, you know, the sin tax type things. Ridiculous. Cool. Yay. Cool. All right, man. Well, we beat the dead horse out of that one. I think so. We got the committees.、Uh, Now, how's come? But before we go on to the next、oh. story, let's just always make sure that you, we we educate because nobody cares about education.、Uh, and for public policy, you know, you're you get out of committee and then you can get up to a floor vote. And then if you get up to a floor vote,、uh, you you might pass. And then you have to go over to the Senate. So this is just 
in committee in the House election in November, it may not, not go anywhere. But we're still reporting on it because it's interesting legalization news. It's all part of the process, the parliamentary process. Whee! Parliamentary process. That's why people tune in. Yeah, yeah. All right, that and for stock news. There you go. Do some stock news, I suppose. You get a moment. Uh, new cannabis ventures in the news, so we're going to be doing uh, them when we come back. So, new cannabis ventures in McCrate that the weakness in the cannabis stocks is broad. Um, this looks like the, the show we did yesterday. I'm sorry, yeah. last week. Is this the same stock news from last week? Or maybe it's something that they observed as well from last week, so they decided to take their own interpretation of it, you know? Yeah, American Cannabis yeah. Stock Index. Well, yeah. you know. Same shit different day. It looks like they're bottoming for <laughs> cannabis stocks. And then remember, fundamental analysis should be performed on the cannabis stock prior to purchasing it. Uh, I should get a disclaimer that says this is not investment advice and all the sorts of other advice. But then you have to remember that is for FINRA compliance, which none of these cannabis companies have to comply with, by the way, simply because there is no SEC oversight. And so like you're not allowed to um, trade in these types of stocks. And many of the, the larger um, brokerage houses still, I don't think, do. Most of it's just all over the counter and some of the online brokers allow them to do it. But, you know, there's that. Yeah, no, it's interesting though. You know, Charlotte's Web's on there in the uh, American Cannabis Operator. I just learned the other day that uh, the Stanley Brothers weren't the uh, creators of that strain. I heard it. Oh, was, yeah, they just branded it nice? Yeah, they picked it up off of because, you know, during the, the early days of prohibition, or at least not prohibition, of what we have medical, you know, you have mm -hmm. a lot of growers who, who are the scientists, who are the ones that are like, oh, I figured out how to isolate this cannabinoid you know and that's where the cbd was very predominant it was up in the northern california area where they got it from up in that strain area uh matter of fact i'll, I'll pull that article next time we use that for like cannabis history cannabis history it's one of the uh, segments that we have on this i think the, the segments would be fine if we just had a guest as well and so uh, when we condense this down it would probably be a sunday show so that we can have guests on and then you know we might do the uh, wrap up of it and then i don't well, and then any bonus stuff that's created in between. Again, it's all about time, man. I mean, you know, we've got lives and bills to pay. Things to troubleshoot on my side. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it, it, the law firm that I run is basically a software company. And so it's uh, like things that. to troubleshoot all the time on that. Is it 20 past the hour already? Right. Let's see about that. Oh, oh yes. Evidently, it is 20 past That's right. We need to then you take all these things off and you have to make sure that the banner, if you don't take that off then the overlay doesn't uh, go. But uh, later on, we're going to be digging into collateral base here uh, for our how to can a biz segment. We're going to have a board meeting real quick. Won't be all that long. I'm just going to show you how it works. I'm going to log in as my corporate entity as opposed to my admin entity. Like I said, basically run a software company that just happens to be in the legal industry. Well, you're, you're creating a, a funnel, yeah, for consulting, whatnot. Yeah, Paul Gardner asked if we grow, and I like to say, 
my attempt right now is I'm growing about two grams because they're about this big and about four months old. Tom Sucks. actually. <laughs> uh, uh, hey man, you uh, learned the hard way, man. You do. Well, you know, you're growing outdoors and just ignoring it. Uh, yeah, ours, uh, ours aren't anything special to write home about. They were some autos that are Skittles from IGM. Is it ILGM? I don't want to say the whole thing out loud because, yeah, we'll get flagged. But ILGM.com. Uh, and they're okay. They look like they'll be decent yielders. I wasn't very impressed with it. But, you know, we'll pop some new ones. And so we got some, uh, some, we're going to chuck some pollen at them. And I think that's a little cruel to take uh, pollen into an auto flower. But we're going to see what happens. Uh, and so, like, the male that we had was a, a good uh, genetic. And so I figured we'd, we try to we try to make some seeds because why not? That makes it even cheaper. Hell yeah! Oh, breeding's crazy, man. I saw a guy shaking a plant on top of another plant and seeing all the pollen coming off. I'm like, what? Oh, the pollen just falls. I mean, it's yeah. just yeah, it's a lot of pollen that that just falls off those plants. But you know, watch out for that. But still, cool on you for trying to make some seeds, man. Well, why not? You know, you should. You know, well, you- say, if you live in a state where you're allowed to do it. And you like the stuff, why wouldn't you learn more about it? And then, you know, you can appreciate agriculture more and grow yeah. your own food and, and uh, make sure your house plants don't die on you. All <laughs> sorts of stuff. You know, you're more self reliant. That is. I mean, like, but unfortunately, I can only grow like a salad, like one salad, not like a whole survival. Well, we couldn't even grow a salad here in, in Illinois because uh, the rabbits were eating the salad. And so now we have like, we had to build a prison over the garden because uh, if you let the, the rabbits and or the birds, which will also eat all your crap, by the way, in, yeah. uh, it just doesn't it just doesn't work. Then you aren't growing anything. You just have a whole bunch of fat rabbits and birds in your backyard going like these guys are the best. I, I love these neighbors. They're way better than the last guys that didn't grow nothing. Right. <laughs> Good shit, man. Yep, And we got some bad international news. So uh, let's tough it bad. out on this one. Slate Magazine's reporting that there might be a deal that can bring Brittany Griner home, but it uh, why it might make sense for Biden to release the notorious arms trafficker in return for her freedom. So uh, guns going to Russia, we get a basketball player back. I saw uh, uh, a guy, uh, you know, I follow a lot of prisoners, and uh, there's a guy in prison right now. He's a little upset about this. He's like, why are we trying so hard to get a basketball player from another country when we have prisoners here which i gotta get man like because the news likes to keep it light oh no i don't think she belongs you know any detainment over this it's cbd oil she got caught for it wasn't like everybody wants and that's the other thing too it just blows my mind like in our group i'll post her story and want to you know you got to keep the conversation alive and keep her name going so people don't forget but then you have a lot of haters like well she fucked around and found out I don't get how a cannabis consumer isn't that you could have said that like after Prop 215 in the mid 90s in California, you know, you could have said that about anybody who got arrested for weed. You knew the rules. You didn't anyway. You know, um, that's what I mean, like for someone yeah. who, who, who knows that prohibition is a stupid, bad law. Right. For that's not the rule. Like that's the that's the mindset of somebody who believes in legalization news. And it doesn't matter if it's cannabis or, you know, repro- non-forced births. Wouldn't that be nice if we lived in a country that didn't have forced birth? 
You know, how are cattle just like our voting females? They both have forced birth. Agree. Yeah. But it's just like when people hate upon her and they're like, they're like, well, when they hate upon her about the fuck around, find out shit, your racism really shows. Like, there's nothing, you know, it's just wrong. It's wrong for her to be detained. It's wrong for the rules to be the way they are. But you're not helping the situation when you, when you say shit like that. Well, yeah, but then Putin just arrested her. He could have, like, planted that shit in her. Oh, Because yeah. you can't trust any of that stuff. And then who are they trying to get? Let's see. They are trying to get Boot, one of the world's most famous, uh, Victor Boot. He is uh, also nicknamed the Merchant of Death. He's been convicted in federal court for conspiring to sell weapons to a terrorist group. So a basketballer is being held hostage so that a criminal can go free because of the inappropriate laws and regulations regarding the cannabis plant. Doesn't that piss you off? Man, we're talking about a guy who kills all his enemies. So, you know, really, none of this is surprising, man. Right. It's a, it's a, it's, you know, people don't get mad at fire for burning you. You know, that's no, but you don't you don't promote fire to like principle of the uh, the class or like the the company. You don't you don't say, hey, fire, you should really be in charge. You're uh, you just do whatever you want and you hurt people. Let's uh, let's give him a cabinet post. But we've done that. (laughs) And they've done that. It's like it's so weird how that this weird bully mentality seems to like where we're supposed to be this progressive unity. Right. Like when I'm driving in traffic, dude. You know, I think that's the most equality time for everybody, right? We're all in little squares of metal, a little driving on little robots. But it's like, I don't care if you're, you know, black, white, whatever, next car to me. I just rather you not, like, do random shit and, like, swerve yeah. into me or whatever. I'd rather <laughs> you not drive like an idiot. Yeah, that's it. I'd rather you drive safely as opposed to unsafely. Because I've seen a lot of just terrible drivers. And you're like... Why do they have a license? And you know that they probably don't, but they had to have one to drive that car. And that's one way how a car is not like an AR-15. Right. But the rules of the road are kind of like the rules of society, right? The special decorum, but it seems like they're just kind of falling faltered away. You know, craziness. Oh, my God. Yep. One of the largest arms dealers is maybe going to go free so that... uh, Two-time Olympian and uh, WNBA All-Star can be released. But why not? Ollie North walks free. I mean, he did the same shit with Iran and cocaine in the fucking black neighborhoods. I mean, or crack. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, the older you get, the more you go like, there's some bitches out there. You got to watch out for people. They aren't good. They're by and large good. But then like the, the fire people out there that'll just do whatever they want and burn you um they raise to a larger power position of power by and large because most people are just trying to be quiet and have a we have stuff to do you know they don't want to be bothered america has like a short-term memory right where you'll commit like a horrible crime and then you'll get a fox news show in the next week you know i just i don't get it uh well you know i but we're probably partially to blame for that and uh, this is going to be an ironic bumper, I think. An ironic bumper coming. So 
So, uh, you know, New Jersey's restrictive marijuana licensing policies are under arming, uh, undermining its legalization. Equity aims. This is an op-ed coming out of the marijuana moment. If you haven't checked them out, please do. And consider joining their Patreon page so they can continue to bring us the status of all those wonderful bills that are grinding their way through not just the halls of Washington, D.C., but all over the United States and abroad. Uh, to legalize and sensibly regulate the cannabis plant. This is by uh, Jessica Gonzalez and Joe Johnson. Jessica Gonzalez, shout out to her. She was actually uh, a guest on the show. Oh, I want to say a couple years ago now. She was the New Jersey cannabis lawyer that we talked with. And now she's got an op-ed here. uh, And it has to do with a discrepancy in the law that they passed because New Jersey is a dual licensing state. uh, California dual licensing, Michigan dual licensing, Illinois unilicensing. And as a result, what's happened is they had this wonderful priority rubric for social equity, which you can totally attack for violating the Dormant Commerce Clause and maybe also equal protection. But that's another lawsuit. Uh, And so that did a wonderful job of stacking in priority uh, the people that would be social equity and processing their applications first. And then you had to go get uh, the blessing of the community in which you wanted to operate. And I looked at that and I saw that they were uh, uh, not contingent on one another and they kind of operate in isolation. And therefore I'm like, oh, there's gonna be a breakage here. You, you might have a whole bunch of uh, social equity license holders wandering like Moses in the desert trying to find their home uh, uh, because the municipality could say, hey, uh, we like you priority number five guy, you're mm-hmm. our guy. And then that priority five guy may not have his applications processed for years. And so you know who's going to sue? The person who has money. And so that'll be the priority five guy saying, hey, uh, state licensing is unconstitutional in the way of me being issued my license because, and then, you know, list whatever lawsuit you'd like us to file for you. Yeah. I mean, like, well, Jersey too, though, isn't it like 70% of the counties opted out? It is a lot of the companies have opted out. Yeah. Uh, Let's go back to the op-ed. Uh, let's see, 67 percent of the voters uh, sought to approve it. And they say New Jersey's 565 municipalities get to set their own rules, which is kind of a bummer. And do they have the amount of opt outs? I was talking to some clients today out there and they were complaining about the opt outs because then they have to go from city to city to try. No, they don't mention it here, but it was approximately two thirds. It passed by two thirds of the vote and two thirds of the state opted out of it. Yeah. Uh, and now those ones that did opt in out of the 565 municipalities that can set their own rules, some have ridiculous uh, application fees, like 15 large. Some can just pick what priority they want. Some are trying to look to what the state was trying to accomplish and pick that. But this is what happens when, well, a lot of times when I see operations in regulated limited market states, I think that the existing operators uh, want to create gridlock so that they occupy the field. Well, the existing operators, because I don't even think Jersey had a, a, a structured rec- or medical market, did they? Was it like? Yes, had- they had the ATCs. And so it was like a Uber Illinois to a certain extent. So like Illinois, but even more uh, limited, maybe only 10 licenses. It was similar to the uh, uh, um, new no North Carolina law that didn't win, but like that was only going to call for those 10 licenses uh, for the entire state. Yeah. So, I mean, 
and again, the, the first option should be the legacy market or whoever was in the legacy yeah, market at the time. Well, that be... gets back to something that we always talk about on the show. Why are you legalizing it? Are you legalizing it so that one guy can make all the money? Are you legalizing it because it's the right thing to do? What is the policy objective behind your legalization rubric and your scheme that you're going to do? Seriously, though, I, it just... <laughs> mind bodily though and I think most part like like Chad says money talks I just think though uh, you know it's unfortunate that money does talk like in all these markets it's going to get dominated by these stupid ass MSOs until it gets knocked down because individually no one has the time or the money for these many lawsuits and, uh, well it's capital intensive I mean if you try yeah, to build yeah. and then the regulations for the security because of the federal illegality granted let's be honest even with federal legality, you would still want your dispensary to be a very secure location for both the customers and the employees. Absolutely. But uh, you wouldn't have near the cash handling issue. And so that would be nice. That would make it more secure. Uh, the, the other stuff that's going on in, in, in these states, though, where you have these limited markets is that they they have OPEC. And so, like, why are you trying to allow somebody to uh, compete with you yeah, when you have all the money and connections already flowing to you and so you can create these structures of call it social equity because that's what they call it uh and they know that they're going to set it up in such a way that it's just going to attract lawsuits it's going to limit the market and then the people that get the licenses can't afford them so that they're going to have to be patsies in a larger scheme to be able to even get open or they're going to feel that like, oh my gosh i might lose my license uh, it, they're being exploited and and why did they create this situation Money. money yeah money. I mean, it's all money but it, and that's the reason why uh, america has been kind of been shooting itself in the foot with prohibition as far as uh, progression goes right because shooting itself in the foot a lot well i'm just saying with this amazing plant besides the lives it's ruined uh through the law right that's the only way a life is ruined through this plant is through the law because i mean let's talk about accountability if you think like oh i smoke weed and just don't do shit all day well then stop smoking weed get off your ass and, and go do something yeah so like to me it's just you know between the 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 abilities for textiles oil you know to be you know we talk about energy free you know right there it's a huge source uh uh, uh textiles for clothing uh textiles for for plastic replacements and, and then also it's a good time and it's a wellness issue it's a it's a health issue it's just man like they everybody just catch up jersey fucking everybody no but then, like <laughs> but at least it, you know, virginia's jersey, pardon oh i was saying the next story coming up at least it's getting a little better in virginia yes we do have some good news out of virginia but virginia's licensing is not set to like hit for i don't know like uh years and oh, so shit. maybe ne- this time next year but new virginia is also a limited market state but they have a, f- a higher limited market of like 400 and some grows and then we'll see because like it's not done yet and what's going to happen after that you know yeah yeah no it's exciting to see all these states evolve but again i think the states are going to domino one by one before federal t- takes over you know before schumer even puts the bill to the floor you know, the more act is the closest place we're there. We're like 90% there. And I'm sure it's going to fail at the end, even if I was put on the floor, but let it. Let those people show themselves, man. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, once something's made a crime, it is very easy to keep it illegal. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of one of the things that I'm worried about with 
lot of things that are out there. It's just not been uh, well, the best news. So I think we should just do some name that strain instead. You know, kind of cheer us all up before we get to the good news in Virginia. All right. And that's it. Ooh, ooh, look at that one. Between one nug. <laughs> to be like a good show. Yeah, uh, it would. It would also get. It would also get. Uh, you know, flagged. I would love but, to be uh, him. Like him. That's a gorgeous yeah. little. Is that the purple? I can't really tell. Yeah, much. It's got both sativa and indica genetics. Okay, that's right. It's a hybrid, like everything else. <laughs> love the red. Just a. The hues and the bracts and uh yep. looks a little frosty. I would say that's hey. probably a very dense nug, huh? Yeah, and it's got actually quite a bit of CBD in it. And this this nugget can have about one to two percent CBD. That's pretty cool. So it's it, it, it's the CBD dominant? Uh, no, no, it's it's twenty one to twenty three percent THC, just one to two percent CBD. So okay. it really is uh, not not that dominant uh, when it comes to the CBD, but it's got more than most. I, I like this name though. This ain't it, but it should be a name. Thug Pug. I think that Thug Pug. I would That's like just an eighth of Thug Pug, please. And oh, then I have a little pug. Right, we're all out of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, a name strain that rhymes. I bet that would sell more. Like if you know. That's, hmm. that's kind of how this thing works. You know, strain names that are memorable and memorable means in rhyming. Rhyming makes it more memorable. Uh, and then, of course, that are good. Don't forget that. It's not just how it's named. It's also if it's Oh, come good. on, Chad. Chad knows what it is, dude. <laughs> how does Chad know what this is? He's like, I won't say it. <laughs> yeah. He's got fucking... Yeah, yeah. And uh, do we have the parents on it? Cannabis Jedi. Oh, wow. It has... Uh, Geraniol, and so like I don't even know how to pronounce that. Um, uh, cannab, not cannabinoid, uh, terpenoid. You know the geraniol, uh, hmm. myrcene, I could say, but the other one, that one, I'd have to hear a few times. Yeah, it's very Latiny. My uh, especially with allergies, I don't sound good. I'm trying to say shit. All right, you just want to like tell the people what it is, and we can move on to the Virginia show. Yeah, I'm just trying to look to see what it was myself. <laughs> oh, it's called. Yahemi by okay. Grandi Flora. Ah, uh, yes. Yahemi. It's got more beneficial cannabinoids, uh, you know, including the CBD content, and then the interesting um, terpenoid content with the geraniol. I'm gonna have to look up that one and see how you can pronounce it. I was um, uh, listening to Luke's uh, uh, LMC's uh, latest. Uh, on a mm-hmm. brand, a sticker brand, and uh, they're talking about how they work with thousands of brands. It blows my yeah. mind that just thousands of grows out there in this country. And there's so many varieties of just cannabis. Still, yeah. it's not the the same old cannabis. It's more. I, I don't know how to even put it. It's not stronger or worse. I got an old uh, smuggler friend here who says uh, the cannabis we have now is not the cannabis from you know the cultivated days from the you know out. You know, same crop over and over again, uh, like the five thousand year history. You know, he thinks yeah. a lot of this is just a modern, like slice and dice. I guess. Well, it could be a modern slice and dice for all we know. But uh, so the the it's geranium. Hmm. Uh, so maybe it's called geraniol. Uh, if geranium is the 
uh, origination for that terpene. And so, of course, it would have a citrusy smell and repel insects and a slightly different aroma and taste. It's going to be more floral if you were describing the name of the taste of that one or the smell, or if there's a difference between smell and taste. Is there? Perhaps. But it's known for its immediacy, and so it comes on fast, uh, immediate body high uh, that's relaxing and then uh, calm. So that might be that CBD back end. And then the geraniums. Sleepiness, that would be uh, a good one for if you can't sleep at night. We have out here in the Washington market, CBD uh, infused uh, pre-rolls as well right. as regular pre-rolls. Like it's uh, obviously a THC dominant plant, but uh, I really do, if you, as I'm getting older and my body hurts more, a CBD joint really does make my body feel a lot better sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, science. <laughs> science. Bitches. Well, we don't have any science for the next story, but we do have some good news out of Virginia. Yeah. Was it trending? Was it shit that I wasn't expecting? Yeah, I guess it would shit. be shit that I wasn't expecting because it's good news out of Virginia. So anyway, Virginia has some good news coming out of it. Uh, medical cannabis, easier access starting July 1st, which of course was five days ago. Qualifying patients no longer need registration cards from the state's board of pharmacy to purchase cannabis from dispensaries, according to wow. the Cannabis Business Times. I'm surprised it was signed in by the Governor Youngkin. The, uh, the House Bill 933, signed by uh, Governor Youngkin, on April 11th, did away with the requirement that patients need to register with the state's board of farm. Instead, patients need to only a written certification from a registered practitioner along with a government-issued ID to obtain medical cannabis. Showing proof of registration with the board of pharmacy will no longer be required. At the time of signature, there was 47,000 recipients and another estimated 8,000 applicants still awaiting approval from the board of pharmacy. Yeah, you see, this happens in other states where medical is new and it's a limited and highly regulated market because drugs are bad. Okay. Uh, that will have like a long processing time before you get your card. So back five years ago now when I got my card in Illinois, it took maybe about three months, and then you were able to finally go to a dispensary after you got your card. That's so crazy. Like it's a gun. Like the plant's going to jump at you. <laughs> it's a, and it's a well, bonus. I mean, it's, it's, it's so true. It's it, like it's like it's hey, look at that. Like a, here's a 60 day wait to receive their approval from the Board of Pharmacy. So how about if you wanted to buy like, I don't know, a machine gun in this country, you'd oh have God. a board of firearms, like with people who respect weapons on it, and then reviewing your application before you're allowed to buy it. Wouldn't that be something? I could buy a tank faster than I could buy weed in Virginia. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, they had the kind of money. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, we'll it's just so so crazy that these like it's the same thing happened in oklahoma in the beginning uh, you know the medical card took a while to get to you here in washington and i think it has to do with the registration like the whole there being a system involved right where you're now your name is filed or whatever because here it was um you go to a, get a script now you have a piece of paper that was uh printed out not they're not they weren't standardized that was part of the problem and then the other thing is, uh, uh, I would just walk into any pot shop I'd go to, dispensary. They'd call the, the doctors up to make sure I was a valid patient. And then they would enter me in their system. Then I'd be in that system for however long, a year or two for the expiration date for the new shit. But uh, it was an immediate thing, though. It was an immediate purchase. Uh, 
it's just crazy to me in these states i don't think the registry would be more because of gun rules like the gun, gun laws like a lot of people are afraid that they're going to be put on a registry then i also don't like how sometimes they use gun laws to disqualify people from getting their medical well that's like, what i'm oh, saying it's, it's such yeah. annoying like, like, stop Why? holding you know that hostage everybody you have your second amendment rights but that doesn't mean you can just go like you know here's an f-14 well oh. it's an arm of course you know that's what the founders intended but again what has the nra though helped out with like this is one law that affects they don't care about it right I mean, as I'm saying, the blatant stupidity of it all is, uh, it's just to me unfortunate how people still throw money at these organizations. They get, they're making a difference. Well, let's talk about all the difference this they aren't making. It's going to be a recent history uh, episode because we only have some recent history when we actually have data from uh, regulated market states as they technically, they're 10 years-ish old. It's 2012 through 2022, but then actual retail sales, they really only started eight years ago. And we have some data on it, so we're going to use that for our history. Well, uh, you know, for history's sake, and everybody always talks about uh, studies and how we need to have more of those, let's go over what brief history we have of the data from legalized markets. This is out of NPR. Well, first, it seems that legalization doesn't really substantially affect um, uh, usage rates uh, of, no, wait, it does create usage rates, but what was the other one? It doesn't affect the, the price of the marijuana. Mm. Well, I, I like this uh, the, one of the first paragraphs. Legalization didn't seem to substantially affect crime rates. Like, by the case, doesn't, it doesn't does impact crime rates. Uh, here's another one that I like. Then it's uh, it's also the it has uh, little or no effect on traffic accidents. And as this continues to come out more and more, uh, that's that's continued to be what's been found. And now we actually have like NTSB, so uh, the travel board that's under the administration so the federal yeah. government is studying all these little data points of uh, traffic fatalities and evidently legalization has little or no effect on it isn't that neat well that that that's that no shit sherlock uh anti-climatic cannabis right like here's this plant that we've told you all this time that's bad and can go to jail and and and, and bad shit happens if you smoke it but then when you do smoke it and nothing bad happens and you just end up killing a pizza and going to bed at the end of the day, you know, where's the, where's the moment where you're like, oh, I'm going <clears> to <throat> fight for truth, justice, and what is right. I mean, that's, you know, there's this, this you've been lied to, essentially. You know, Americans all are still being lied to. Fucking yeah. Fox News, Laura Ingram's talking about that goddamn shooting that happened up there in Highland. This guy apparently was a pot user. And you know what happens to pot users? Not all of them, but some they go crazy like the cause and effect and, and is way too much that it's gonna gross that they they keep making this you know uh, connection and 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 then still people will assume like yeah that's a that's a truth like that's horrible you know well, yeah, but it's that's while you have the inability to reach the airwaves and to actually get the message out about what's accurate uh, those types of stigmas and prejudices will be perpetuated. And then people will believe those stigmas and perpetuate and, and over uh, and even in the face of facts because it, it comports with what they believe. 
And so people will look at what they believe way before they look at data. Uh, you know, dumb people, but you know, people. Well, that's the thing, though. Even before the data, right? Like, you know, this is great to have this Cato Institute data available, showing like the world doesn't change. But like, fucking decades, hippies have been hanging out in drum circles and. And, and and knowing for a fact like oh it's just weed like even them sometimes hippies like oh i don't want you know i'll, I'll give me the other stuff but it's uh, just ridiculous. legalization huh? also creates a lot of jobs yes oh yeah, yeah. that's another part of that uh, fact right the keto found oh, no, it was yep. by so yeah I mean, there was seventy-seven thousand jobs in cannabis created in 2020 we'll see how many were created in 2021 probably more. Uh, and so there was 321,000 jobs in the legal industry. And I'm sure by now it's more. And then think about what's going on in New Mexico. Think about what's going on in Mississippi and what's going on in New Jersey, even though they kind of screwed up a little bit. And then what will be going on in New York, hopefully. And then also in Virginia, also hopefully. And soon this summer in Illinois, they will be handing out 185 dispensaries and they've handed out 88 grows. So those are getting stood up. And then in another year, those will start to get ready to actually be hiring people and operating. So the prices will come down, the, the supply and the selection will go up. It should be great. But then, you know, the, the trials and tribulations of running this business will still uh, be right there for the poor people because it's still in cash. But then they say here, it's also good for the state's budgets. In 2020, Colorado collected $387 million. It's retarded. And, and, and to top it off, I love this next one. Legalization may be good for states' workers' comp programs. That one I was yep. like... I was like trying to figure out ahead of time because you know you read a headline you're like how does how does this work but then when you read about it, you're like okay this is okay they estimate the number of workers age 40 to 62 receive income from workers comp fell by 20 percent following legalization evidence suggests that the reason for the decline is that marijuana provides an additional form of pain management therapy wellness interesting wellness but not only that that got, that is what we call in uh, nerdville consistent uh, with the data that we saw out of the insurance companies from a few shows previously. I'm not sure if you heard that uh, cannabis legalization news, but you can find us in all your podcast providers and take us with you wherever you might be going, even if it's just vacuuming the house. Uh, and that showed that in states that had legalized it, their premiums for their car insurance actually also went down. So that the reason for that would be it was safer to drive in that state, which then is consistent with, you know, both the workers comp uh, program reduction, but also the data that they're finding that says there's really uh, no impact on the roads. Uh, it's just people believe what they believe way before they believe the facts and the data. It's like, and who are you going to believe me or your lion eyes? Come on. But and at this point, though, it's a it's an argument where there is no good reason to keep prohibition continuing on, right? There's no one series of situations that constantly happens. Like, well, every time, you know, it's one thing with like a heroin consumption, right? I mean, we're not advocating like, you know, because I see it. We see it on the streets of Seattle, man. You see it in the streets of any major city where drug addiction is predominant, where people get help resources because that's where they go is the city. But, you know, there's people nodding off straight up nodding off on the heroin and 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 and, and then, in Seattle. yeah I mean, that's not my choice i'd rather stay away from all that shit you know it, 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 but this legalization is not the thing that caused that because legalization is not the thing that helped it prohibition is probably more 
hurting those people where they can be contained and and and, and treated you know for their sickness versus being treated as a a, a, a criminal you know right. that jails don't help you know the jails uh, don't help but that's one of the reasons why i think that it hasn't really broken out in uh, uh you know the southeast you know the bible area or the bible belt uh you know everything south of illinois getting into kentucky and then tennessee and the carolinas i mean mississippi is impressing me that's that's neat but uh how many private prisons are there in states where it's still a crime you know because that might get in the way of the slush fund that would go from the judge who owns stock in the private prison and then they're just making sure that everybody's always stocked so that his, his stock goes up well even in those areas you know we've seen where like the poor white communities, like with the Appalachians and the opioids, they're used as, a, as an experiment just for addiction and, and spreading, you know, and, and, and then told to pray it out, <laughs> you know, and it's so easy to, to get that over. Like, you know, and Matt, I, I hope that there are now people waking up and realizing that cannabis, of one, it's not the drug they're told about, and two, is probably the best option they have when it comes to like a wellness uh, issue locally, you know, and and I think as legalization keeps happening, you're going to have more people using it for a wellness issue, not not so much like a recreational, but more like I take two dabs a day to you know go to sleep or to keep me going, whatever it is that your endocannabinoid system takes. It has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. All right, hey, you want to do this next story, and then I'll uh, I'll do the the one after that. Which one's this one? Clint Eastwood wins the big lawsuit against the CBD company. Oh yeah, let's do that one. Well, I was gonna it pop a break. Yeah, so, your screen popped up, and I'll I'll pop it up. All right. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, you know it's uh, it's it's uh, trending. I think. Okay, you got it. All right, we got a trending news. Hey. We talked about this case before, and it finally came to a conclusion where Clint Eastwood actually won. Man, I can't scroll down Tom's channel. This is dumb of me. Uh, he won $2 million in this lawsuit. Uh, you know, and I think that's pretty dope. I should have found it on my channel, my, my screen. Uh, let me pop it up. But Clint Eastwood won uh, $2 million after fighting in court for a CBD company that was using his name uh, for, like, a brand, which is kind of crazy. I mean, the older we get, the more uh, people are going to be uh, using older folks for... Uh, yeah, here it is. Hey, okay. any questions, anybody? Tom's probably smoking, fucker. Hang on a second. Here we go. MJ Biz Daily. Let's scroll down. Place would award two million over CBD company uses his name. I wonder what the company was. There's a lot of just you watch these CBD companies, man. A lot of them are not using good products, not sourcing. They're not. Uh, being transparent. So Clint won his uh, U.S. District Court Judge Cormac Carney in Central California determined that the $2 million award constituted reasonable fair market value of the infringement. So Clint is worth $2 million for his branding. That's crazy. Hey, Tom's back, I think. Let me, uh, I won't pop you in until you're ready, buddy. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm back, and then we can do uh, How to Cannabis on this one, and then we're yeah. going to do some kind of fun on how to cannabis. I'm going to do a I'm gonna log out first before we get this thing started. Uh, and then I'll log back in. Good. That's this one. But it's, it's how do you run a board meeting, you know, at your cannabis company? Uh, uh, because cannabis is a team sport. And I recommend that you run board meetings. 
Anyway, so let's uh, do some uh, classic shit. What up, everybody? It's me, Cannabis Industry Lawyer, and we're going to be talking about uh, how your cannabis company can run a board meeting on today's episode of How to Cannabis. And for that, we're, of course, going to turn on over to the Collateral Base. Don't forget, you can retain us at collateralbase.com, and then you'll get access to your client area and log in. Log in. Oh, my God. Am I having a Windows 98 moment? No, I can see the thing scrolling. It's just because I'm streaming. Uh, and there you go. Uh, now I'm going to bring Miggy on so we can, uh, you know, what we'll, we'll do is like, we'll pretend that Miggy and I, uh, we're on, we, we own a cannabis company and we're on a, a board for it. Uh, and for whatever reason, there's three members. And so two of them are here. And so we have a quorum. Uh, and then you can start your uh, board meeting in here. You would have done the setup previously. Uh, and so you go to a new matter, select from the menu of services uh get investors run your business corporate board meeting minutes and so then you could get started and fill out your board meeting here it's going to be the collateral base and then the country and jurisdiction and the united states and then from there you can select your state it's probably going to be alabama no most of these states that are coming up though they're legal not idaho though uh, and then county you can even put that one in i'm in peoria county you can fill all this stuff out directly at it. Is this virtual? Totally virtual. Uh, how is this meeting held? Uh, we are held on YouTube. And then the date, that is today. I wonder if it's just date picker. Nice. And then so today and time, a meeting called to order. Uh, 2.59 p.m. So you can fill out the stuff that happened and then adjourned. You know, uh, once you've filled this all out, you get it as a document. And so, like, I'm going to say we also adjourned at 3 o'clock then, or 3.30. How often do board meetings meet? Go ahead, man. How often do board meetings meet? Uh, it depends. And so they could be in some type of shareholder agreement. If you have a corporation or if you have an operating agreement that calls for them, typically the operating agreements that we have that call for them say, whenever, you can call one whenever. And if you are doing something that's important, I suggest that you call them because LLCs have relaxed formalities, whereas S-Corps or C-Corps, they really don't. So if you're going to like try to like, you know, let in new shareholders and stuff like Elon Musk, for example, going to buy Twitter. Uh, and then you'd heard, heard about like all those directors meetings that they would be having about those because those directors are creating the records of the company in the best interest of the shareholders. And that is what these board meetings are kind of used for. And so and then present directors at the meeting. Whenever I put myself. Sure. Uh, and so I'm just kind of continuing to go through and you can fill this all out. Absentee director. Miggy, I'm adding you. Let's see right. here. Oh, I haven't, I haven't uh, added you yet into that. I'm going to put Abe Lincoln was the, the absent director. And see, doctor. Yes, yes, we have a quorum. And then the other person's name. I, I could show you where you actually add that, but I'll just continue to go next. Uh, any resolutions? No. We're going to say no to all these just so that we can print the document really, really quickly. Uh, next. And then additional resolutions? No. But those will, you would mark as appropriately for your resolutions. And for example, let's say we're going to buy this piece of real estate or we're going to issue this many shares or we're going to issue this type of debt, those types of things. And now we have our board meeting notes and you can go through and you can actually customize it on Word uh, on the web. So this is where I would actually then have the board meeting. So you would have created the minutes and then you have them in an outline format. And now you go over the minutes 
as you uh, do. And then your secretary typically signs them and then you review and approve them at the next board meeting. And that's when they become missable business records, at least from the cursory research I've done. So there's a board meeting that kind of like to establish the, uh, I guess the company's um, like um, goal or main mission? Their operations. No, their okay. actions. The, the stuff that they do in carrying out their business functions. Mm. Corporations, even the United States is a corporation. Uh, your municipalities, all the cities that you live in, corporations. Uh, I was just watching Only Murderers in the Building uh, yesterday. And so that uh, bunny who was killed and Only Murderers in the Building, that was, she was like the the president, for lack of a better term, of the Homeowners Association. And that is a corporation. The, the HOA, the Homeowners Association and the subdivision that we uh, are in, probably also a corporation. Now, they may be not for profit corporations, but then they would still govern themselves and have the same type of officers and Robert's rule of rules of order for the agendas, yada, yada, yada. So every, I imagine then every corporation, though, there is a requirement that that meeting per se is always going to be a board meeting. Uh, a meeting yeah. of the, corp- the higher ups, right? A board meeting. Neat. Neat. All right. Well, we don't have a guest yet for Sunday. Not sure what we're going to do with it, um, but I think we should probably just start doing them on Sundays because, you know, trying to take like three hours out of my day on a Wednesday, boy, just uh, maybe one day when I have uh, more stuff. But now, I mean, like you have work to do, and and then uh, we have more time on Sunday. You know. It'd be nice to smoke on 420 as well. Oh, shit. Sunday, 710. I uh, I might be doing a thing uh, with Redman. Um, so uh, th- uh, Scott, my friend who runs that, yeah. the, the dab roast, uh, Redman is uh, like partnering with him on this thing. And so uh, they're doing a whole event. Um, man, hopefully I can. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. If I can go live from there. Oh, yeah, that would be great because that's what we really need. Celebrities on. <laughs> yeah, so we do. We do. That's, that's the only way we're going to get uh, any type of growth. But well, that's why we go back to that Sunday show where you just focus on getting high-quality guests on the program, and then you talk about the, the news roundup that week. Uh, and then the SEO aspect of it and the growth aspect of it, I don't know. But uh, well, hopefully you know, this thing's not flagged by the time we hang up. Oh, it is, man. You know it is. But, you know, we're not you've helped me take it more seriously, you know, as far as like, I've always just, you know, it's one thing like a good YouTube channel, you do the, the intros, you have structure, you tell people like subscribe. Whereas I'm the kind of person that would just like to videotape shit and be like, Hey, here I am. Okay. Click. You ever hear of an Irish goodbye? Yeah. You just leave. That's right. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's me, man. So I guess it's like a, yeah, me too. You know, yeah. but again, I am 74% Irish. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, well, we'll see you guys later. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah.